0: And, and the beautiful weather today we've got. I wish the top was down. Uh, well, my but- top is down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quit flashing all the truckers, Dude. will you? <laughs> Dude, I had a dream last night that we got kicked out of our church. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might become a reality, buddy. Dude, Here's the dream, all right? I guess. So we're at church, and we're kind of hanging outside. <laughs> and then they go, Josh and Steve, they're talking about you. And we walk in, and the pastor's playing our Cuss Fest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, "Does that sound like men that should attend our church? No, they are blasphemous. Oh my! <laughs> and they kick us out of church in my dream. And oh,
1: I, that's awesome!
0: <laughs> I woke up in this panic sweat, like a cold sweat. Like, oh, oh that is oh awesome. My, oh my God, we're gonna get kicked out of
1: church. <laughs> it's because we're the heathens, man. Anyway, because um, that's it, I, I think it's because that." Out of all the negative feedback we get off of our show, Mm -hmm. it's the it's the language that we always get, you know, slapped on our hand with.
0: Well, yeah, I I think I think I used I I think the clip that the pastor used was the 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 end where I go on my tirade about you mfers and whatever, and (laughs) and it was like, you know, anyway, they kicked us out, dude, in my dream, and it was almost real. It was so real, like I woke up and I thought. I think we just got kicked out. Kicked out. out. That may happen. That may (laughs) happen. Maybe it happens tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow morning, you and I will face the inevitable. Okay. okay. That's okay. We can always live out of the back of my car.
1: Um, Which we're uh, podcasting
0: from right now. (laughs) now. Amen. Podcast uh, Central. You know, so Josh, I'd like to right now just kind of uh, take a moment, if we can, uh, get personal with you, my friend, um, and and really just kind of transition into what every other Christian podcast sounds like for a second. And mm. I'd like you to talk to me for a second. Seriously, mm. no joking, okay. no screwing around here. Okay, I need you to get serious. No with me. humor. We're, no. G- we're
1: we're we're just no more comedy. Pure <laughs> religious show.
0: Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Josh, would you please tell me for a second about your personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how it how it looks for you?
1: Sure, brother Steve.
0: Amen. Go ahead. Bless you. Well, and if you need a tissue, I have one over here.
1: It all started when I was five with Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Shemp. Hold on. Is, oh, Mrs. Is... Shemp. She was my Sunday school teacher. Okay. She, she what,
0: asked me. Well Hold on. Sorry. Was she one of the Three Stooges?
1: Okay, I love Mrs. Shemp still to this day. <laughs> She's <laughs>
0: okay. elderly. Okay, I'll back off, Mrs. Shemp. Okay. okay. Anyway, back back to back to the <laughs> hey, back to go. your original podcast, Christian podcast. Go ahead.
1: And she asked me if I ever. Ask Jesus into my heart. Mm. And I said, no. Mm. So she asked if I wanted to ask Jesus into my heart right then and there. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, I do, Mrs. Shimp. Mm -hmm. And we prayed Mm. like we'd never prayed before. Mm. Amen. And I could feel Jesus squishing into my heart.
0: Is that how it felt for you, my friend? It did. Amen. Like this big,
1: big man was mm. finding his way into the left ventricle. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so now, Josh, Josh, brother Josh, um, can you tell me about your spiritual walk with Jesus today? How do you stay intimate with our Lord?
1: Well, first I wake up really early. Mm, how are, is it dark outside? It's still dark. Oh, that's then, good. That's what Jesus would do. And that's I, holy. I meet with some some brothers in Christ, mm. and we have a morning devotion.
0: Mm, that's good the morning
1: devotion and where we just study the scriptures we just dive right in we we pick it apart mm. we find the true meaning
0: praise the lord
1: and then then on my way to work i i like to listen to some praise and worship music mm-hmm. but if it's one of those real spiritual days i'll put in the hymn cd just the hymns just the hymns you know the good old hymns because they're the they're the true real christian songs well that's
0: what the lord listened to yes <laughs> <laughs> So, so, um, and, and do you pray on your way to
1: work? My brother,
0: 24 seven, actually. Oh, amen. And eyes closed or open?
1: Closed. The (laughs) Lord guides me to work.
0: While you drive. He, he's like your
1: GPS
0: system in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) GPS mixed with a little of the force. Amen. Well, I think that's about it. All I can stand doing this stupid voice.
1: Well, we should probably close in prayer. (laughs) Dear God, forgive us. Forgive us.
0: And please don't send us to hell (laughs) for making fun of all these other Christian podcasters. Amen. All right. Anyway, we're done with that. (laughs) Holy. That was hard for me. Yeah, well, you you didn't you didn't do it well, so you've <laughs> got that on for you. <laughs> so we know you weren't being real. Oh, That's a good thing. Uh, um, now, Definitely. so as we talk about this, you know, we're making a little light of it. But what what is it really for you? You know, as you think about spiritual growth in your life, I, I would like to know. Like, what are what are things that you say define for you how you're growing spiritually right now? What does that look like?
1: Well, I know how the church would answer.
0: Well, I'm not looking. I'm looking for Josh. Tegers. Okay,
1: Josh Sager's answer. I, I would say the the way stop drinking your little drink and making noises Sorry. Um, how do I grow spiritually yeah what what do you what does spiritual growth look like for you right now well i mean i I'm one of those guys who I wrestle with god, I wrestle with God on just day to day it's not even the big issues it's not even like <laughs> the abortion don't drink too much, you know, well, you're not wrestling
0: you, with God about whether He was born of a virgin
1: no okay I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm wrestling with God on well, God, how am I supposed to live my day right? How is this really supposed to look like am i right. am I supposed to pull you know this guy aside and start preaching at him and start quoting scripture, or am I just supposed to be with someone and you know be their friend and Exactly. live life with someone exactly with Christ in my life. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's a hard one to explain. It is. I just don't think it, there's this prepackaged way or, I'm going to say it, certain levels of steps of purpose <laughs> that drive my life. Right. You know? Right. Um,
0: a lot of people in the Christian world, you know, and especially in the last few years, have packaged together this spiritual growth program oh, yeah. on how you can become closer to God. And I think it's, you know, quite frankly, a lot of BS because what I think it does is it hypes on people uh, a lot of guilt. I'll give you an example. Back when I was in junior high, you know, I committed my life uh, for the first time to the Lord when I was seven. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I walked the aisle, Southern Baptist boy walked the aisle. And pretty much here's what I knew. Um, a, Jesus loved me and he died on the cross for my sins. And B, Satan wanted me to go to hell. Hmm. And, and so I was given a choice. Do you want to go to heaven with Jesus and live forever in a beautiful place? Or do you want to go to hell where there's, you know, wailing and gnashing of teeth? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'll take Jesus, okay? I'll take Jesus. So, so at 7, I did that. Now, as I got into junior high, we had this discipleship class. And we used to have to meet on, on, um, on Saturday mornings early because that's when Jesus would have met on mm-hmm. On the weekends when you get to sleep in, no, we had to sacrifice and get up at six in the morning because that was really Christ-like. So we'd go meet a bunch of junior high boys. We'd go to meet, and we had daily quiet times that we were supposed to do throughout the week and Bible readings. Yeah, and so um, and we were supposed to turn those in on Saturday. What I would do is I would do you know like Monday do it and then like Tuesday do it and then I'd forget Wednesday Thursday mm-hmm. Friday, and so on Friday night I'd stay up late. And I'd fill in all my journals with different pen colors, mind you, so nobody would oh, think yeah. I'd do And I'd turn it in because I wanted to look good. And that's what happened in my life. I started living that type of spirituality, that Christianity, that made me want to look good to others. So I prayed better, and I learned how to yeah. speak well, and I learned how to say the right things and read the right books. And it became very performatory. Yeah, you were trying
1: to join the club. You wanted to look just like everyone else. Exactly. I, wanted, and I and I threw away all my, you know, secular music, and took my Farrah oh, Fawcett posters down. I think We all did that at one point. <laughs> that was the worst thing I ever did. Yeah, th- threw away, you know, threw away Steve I just Miller Band. Re-rebought some of my Dead Kennedy CDs. Yeah.
0: Right, because so. I thought that wasn't Christ-like, yeah. and so we were taught this. And and I guess I guess I'm coming from that background. So when you read my blog, like spiritual numbness, you know, I'm just I'm just in the last twenty years. Uh, really becoming in my own about this whole deal of playing games with God and just basically doing, you know, uh, mind games with God about where, you know, when things are going bad, what do I do? I turn it on, man. I go right to him. You know, I go right to him for, dear Jesus, help me, you know, help me. You know, And and, uh, that's kind of where I was coming from on my spiritual numbness post.
1: So with the church, though, I mean, to become more spiritual, you have to do more things. You have to sign up for more classes. You need to go to more meetings. You mm. need to um, get involved in a small group. group. <laughs> yeah. But the, you're basically adding to your schedule, and that's what makes you more spiritual. You're adding to your schedule Christian stuff. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know, to, to, to round out your day because God forbid there's any silence in your life.
1: Or God forbid <laughs> there's something that you do outside of the church. Exactly, <laughs> when we when we look at the way
0: you know when we look at the way we program our lives, I, I I I wrote it this way: the American church is so much about. I wrote this and didn't post it yet, but the American church is so much about creating codependent followers who look to the church to meet their felt needs. So much energy is spent in creating a culture within the church that makes me dependent on it. Some call this community; I call it dysfunctional. Look in any church program or bulletin. And you will see what I mean. Instead of empowering people to go and meet the needs of the community in dynamic and relevant ways throughout the week, we create programs that keep them busy with our church, knowing more about our church and getting to know others in our church. And in keeping busy with our church and active in our church, we somehow feel this means that I am somehow close to God. Mm. So that's, summed it up. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think what's, What's interesting for me is how I've become so codependent on my church for uh, uh, making me feel close to God. Do do you remember those times when when you just sometimes just needed that infusion of church where you would go and sit and listen to music or raise your hands and get that feeling? I mean, were
1: you ever in a place like that? When I was dependent on that? Yeah. Oh, very much so. Right. And I think that's why we now do stupid church people (laughs) because... We did rely on that. We we, we gave in. We're like, yeah, I bought in. I'm like, you know, this maybe this is the right way. maybe this does work. What changed for you? Um, getting burnt. <laughs> How um, so? Being promised things that never happened. Mm. Um, getting treated differently. Mm. Um, especially on paid staff. Right. Yeah. Um, there's different expectations if you're you're paid. I mean, even spiritually, Mm -hmm. there's different expectations spiritually if you're paid. You know, when I got tired of it,
0: Joss, as a paid person, and I'm no longer paid by the church, but I got tired of it when I realized, and we talked about this the other day, and you paid people out there, you know, you'll verify this. When you got in the parking lot and you had to turn on the face, you had to turn on the game face, you Mm -hmm. know, because you were about to go meet people, and as miserable as you were and as many doubts as you had about your faith or struggles you were having in your faith, you better show up and be prepared to give something yeah. and, and put on that game face. And I remember sitting in my car going, all right, now it's time to get the game face on, you know, and, and let's get focused and let's go love these people. Yeah, you know? And that, that, that turned it for me, you know, a few years back, about seven or eight years back, I was like, you know what, I'm done with this.
1: I was I'm talking to one game. of my best friends this past week about it, and um, he basically nailed it. And I know a lot of people use this word too, but he's like, they're just so fake. I mean, to the point where you can't become friends with some of them. I believe because my friends, you know, I can say anything to be real with. Mm-hmm. But some of um, the Christian people I know, I can't. I can't be real with them because they're gonna, you know, just put up the face. Mm. You know, where it's like, dude, right. this is so, it's so surface level. Where I don't know who the person is. I don't know what they're really thinking of me. I don't know what they're saying about me when I'm not there. Right. Because I've seen things being said about people when they're not there. So we know that
0: going to church and doing those church things doesn't make us intimate with Christ. You know? Oh, no. So so what does? You know, uh, What makes intimacy in a personal relationship with Christ? As a matter of fact, I, if you look up and go fi- try to find in the Bible the phrase personal relationship with Jesus, you won't find it. It yeah. doesn't exist. So what we have to do is look at, you know, I wrote down here in my own thoughts here is that, you have a personal relationship with somebody when you are committed to them you know right. and that and that depth of that commitment talks goes to the depth of the personal relationship and so for Jesus he summed it up this way Josh what did Jesus say? he said, follow me yeah follow me and that's what he what he meant so I'm getting a little preachy down here on the old stupid church people podcast now, now how would that be Brother? different
1: follow me and have a relationship with me is follow. Different than a relationship? Well, I think follow implies a whole lot. Yeah. Like commitment,
0: uh, obedience, do what I do, Yeah. you know, say what I say, learn the way I live and live that way, follow my example. Because
1: I don't know, like, his relationship with me is different than any other relationship I have. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I I sin against God, God still loves me. Doesn't he's not happy with me? He Still loves me. I sin against you. I do something, you know, really effed up to you. Or, and I hate your like, freaking yeah. guts, you idiot. Yeah, and <laughs> but it is there, and it's the truth. Pe- right. people piss me off. so right. I'd say every good friend of mine, every good friend I've ever had, has pissed me off at one time. Sure, where I'm like, I think you almost need it <laughs> 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 to be a good friend.
0: Well, I, I kind of put it this way and you're, you're kind of summing it up too, is that relationship with Christ is kind of a feeling, you know, it's kind of like a relationship with your wife or a friend. Yeah. You, you don't necessarily always feel close to somebody. However, you know, it doesn't change who you are to them. So I'm your friend, although I don't always feel, but, but a commitment to Christ is an action. It's a will, you know, it's something I do because I, because I am your friend. So yeah. in a, in your marital relationship, you may not always feel like something, but you you do it anyway because you're committed to that person. Yeah. Um, you know Mike Yacinelli, we both like that guy. He um, he talked a lot about the whole idea of spiritual growth and our personal relationship with Christ. He says that that it doesn't just occur in the church. He says, as a matter of fact, it probably doesn't occur at all in the church. It it doesn't happen in the church pew or the church building. It happens in the midst of our problems. Yeah. You know, not in the absence of our problems. It happens in the midst, in the trenches of life, not in the church. Yeah. And he also said a couple of other great things from a book called, uh, what was Book called? Messy. Uh, Messy Spirituality. Me- Messy Spirituality. My favorite book. You know, he says we can talk about love all we want, but until we show love to the unlovely, we don't understand love. Yeah. You know, we can talk about, you know serving but until we serve others you know so it's in the class it's oh, in the yeah. actually living it um that we find it out that we that we really find it out and you know what i am josh here's the deal i am freaking sick i'm just sick of it all right <laughs> <laughs> i finally reached the boiling You're point sick of it. <laughs> watch out watch out i'm sick of it i am sick of stupid church people like me and like you you, I'm talking about. Even me? Even you, who go to church, and we church sit. We yeah. church sit, and what yep. we do is we end up just, it's like the church is a big bottle with a huge nipple on it that we just <laughs> love to suck. <laughs> 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 we're just babies, and we're just like, mm, give me sucking more. On, sucking on the nipple again. Supple, sucking on the nipple of the church. Mm, give me more. <laughs> I want more mommy, more milk, more
1: milk. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> Dude, I hope you finally get some hay mail, man. I keep getting it. Well, you should have taken a picture of that, because I was like sucking on my nipple I know. Over it's so funny how, how many things that- I have to watch Steve do. <laughs> Cause I'm very dramatic, well, did, yeah. Freaking <laughs> dwar- drama queen over here.
0: Stop it! I am not. Leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, we do. I'm just tired of church sitting. I, 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 just I sit there and I've done it for however God knows years. And and I want you know I want my life to be more about that. I think Jesus has said, "Follow me," and I need to get off my freaking butt and go follow him. And that that means that I need to um, I need to really really live for him and not just sit around and learn about him yeah
1: you know so anyway i'm, I'm Dude, sorry we're for, really I'm, having a hard time doing this podcast <laughs> yeah, this, this Dude, has been... we're, we're like the mobile <laughs> studio now last last time we did the road trip which we planned for this one we didn't really have a place we can do it because uh both of our places are what are you whining now no i am so first we're sitting outside so you probably heard the cars now we have freaking leaf blowers so now we're inside and i all i hear is like "Eh." i'm like oh jeez." so if it sucks blame josh oh blame
0: me um pretty much what i've learned about this podcast is is a little secret that nobody knows is we've never done it from the same place twice yeah but this is the first time we've done the same podcast in two different places (laughs) it's like one outside and one inside anyway they don't care about You're that, a
1: moron. They don't Jeez. care. Jeez. Now, maybe if anyone wants to offer their place, <laughs> a studio, <laughs> yeah, we'll come uh, podcast from your hey, living room.
0: So let's wrap this up. My let's friend. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. And and I wrapped it, I wrapped it up with four uh, concepts from Yaconelli's book, Mary, uh, Messy Spirituality. Yes. That uh, I know you like. One one is this. Here is the deal about relational growth with Christ, falling in love with Him. First off, is it. It it involves a
1: whole lifetime of decisions, wouldn't you say? I mean,
0: are yeah. you done now, Josh? You think
1: you're done being a Christian? You know, you're as grown. No, that's as... the thing. I I actually lived with some guys that told me that you know I I've read the you know, certain verses so many times that you know I got basically everything I'm supposed to get out of it. You know, where there's like this morons. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I I had a big problem with that. And I'm like guys, come on, we're always growing. Exactly. I, I hope I. Yeah. I will die, and on my tombstone, it just says, "A guy who still didn't get it."
0: <laughs> well, and that's how Paul said, "But he tried. not that I've arrived, yeah. you know, or think I've attained it. But yeah. I press forward, and and that's it. So it's a lifetime of decisions. Number two, spiritual growth. Uh, this isn't a sermon, so you don't have to take notes out there. But number two, I wrote down was it looks different for everybody. Yep, your spiritual growth is different than my spiritual growth, yes. and it's not. It can't be prepackaged. There can be some guidelines and some suggestions. Yeah, but it's not. It has it look to the be same. different. It's going it it's not going to gonna look, be. we're not going to move around the bases, so to speak, Yeah. you know, and, um, and number three, um, uh, you know, we're always talking about giving God a hundred percent of our commitment, but Yakinelli yeah, talks about the whole concept about just giving, you know, 60 or 70%, just giving what you can, because you know, in the mornings, when you wake up at six o'clock in the morning, have your quiet time, Josh. <laughs> I'm sure you don't feel 100% committed at the time, you know? No. And there are times I don't feel 100% committed to Christ. As a matter of fact, yeah. there's times I doubt whether I have a relationship with Christ, yeah, quite honestly. Definitely. So it's going to fluctuate. It's going to go up and down, just like our lives and our marriages 100% and
1: is impossible. If, we're, if we are a sinner, it's impossible to give 100%. You think it's impossible to be 100% committed to Christ? Yes.
0: I agree with you. I, I shouldn't because it would be better for the show.
1: No, I know. <laughs> maybe but, it,
0: but maybe somebody out there will disagree with us, and that would be cool because they could comment. And then uh, the fourth thing is, uh, reluctant growth is still growth. He, writes, and I and I agree with that. That being reluctant and being kind of slow, you know, or being not sure, even though you're still moving forward, even if it's up and down, you're still moving forward in your faith with God. Man, that's that's still moving along, yeah. you know, in the pathway. So, um, yeah, to sum it up, Josh, you always do this so well. You're you want the, me to sum it up? You're the sum up guy that just leaves us rocking.
1: <laughs> okay, Steve. Just stop sucking on my nipple.
0: Now, from the backseat of Steve Chastain's car, looking at Josh's ass crack, I want to just say thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to stupidchurchpeople.com, uh, the podcast. We invite you to go to our website, stupidchurchpeople.com. You can email Josh or I there. You can call us there. we got a phone number. Uh, you can look at the blog. You can look at pictures. There's so much there that we offer you, all right? So get your butts over there and stop sucking on your nipple.